If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I'm too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I like watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to, and you can know all about the movie and tell all your friends and act like you saw it. That's what yeah, we do. that's what we do. That's, that's the, the service, service we provide. That is the service that we <laughs> provide. Um, What is up with us this week (laughs) um i did a cool thing this weekend i went to universal studios theme park by myself so cool that is fucking fucking cool it ruled it was so fun um i didn't go for too long i just went for a couple hours i'm a pass holder so there's no pressure that i need to get everything done so it's the way to do it i went in i got a duff beer you can't carry mm. them around the park, so I just had to like sit and pound a beer because you have to be in like a, 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 a dining area. So yeah. You can't have your mask off in the rest of the park. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. So I just like sat and people watched and like got mm-hmm. drunk by myself. <laughs> and there was a girl next to me who was doing the same thing, and we eventually started talking. Her name's Ellen. I made a friend, a universal friend. We made friends. <laughs> Wait, I didn't realize, Sam. You texted us about this afterwards, and I thought I assumed you were meeting your friend named Ellen at no, no, Universal. No. Studios. Well, no, she no. was. She was. She was meeting her new friend, whose name is Ellen. You literally met a new friend. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's amazing. It was great, and then we we parted ways, and mm. I went on the Harry Potter ride, and uh. I had so much fun, and I was laughing like a crazy person, and mm-hmm. I was just having so much fun, and then laughing at how much fun I was having, and then like continuing to laugh more and more, and then the more I laughed, the more it made me want to laugh because it was just like <laughs> such a ridiculous amount of laughter. It was very <laughs> funny, <laughs> um, and it was great. And so I highly recommend going to a theme park by yourself if you're a pass holder, so it's not a whole big thing. And or I mean, honestly, nice even day. if you're not, man, go, doing things by yourself is so cool. I fucking love doing things by myself. I also That's love really doing fun. things with 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 my friends. But sometimes just being able to be like, this is my experience and mm-hmm. I don't have to check my experience with anybody else's experience. It's mm-hmm. like so liberating. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Fun. It's highly cool. recommend. Sammy, have you done this before? Have you gone by yourself before or your first time? This is my first time, oh but it won't God. be the last. It won't be the ah! last. <laughs> wow. What about you guys? What's up? 
Um, well, I, let's see here. I guess, I guess I have been, I have been out and about a little bit. It's been a mm-hmm. little, a little tough because I'm near, nearing the end of this pregnancy. I'm two weeks away. So Ooh, I've just been waddling around New York City. Um, but, but things are in your Crocs, in my Crocs or my plastic Birkenstocks. Those are the mm-hmm. only two pairs of shoes that currently fit my feet. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it has been raining a lot too recently. And unfortunately, oh, those are great rain, rain shoes. I've no. just been wearing my plastic Birkenstocks in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> At least they won't get ruined. Yeah. But your feet will be very, very chilly. Um, yeah. So, but really, I think the thing that I just want to shout out per usual is a thing I watched, which is mm. I finally saw the Tina Turner documentary and mm-hmm. it fucking rules. Like she is an icon, a hero, uh, an inspiration to us all. Mm. If I could be like anyone, it would be <laughs> Tina Turner. She is I'm unbelievable. I'm this. On, I mean, I had heard good things but then I kind of forgot about it because Tina Turner, you know, I I know who she is and I've enjoyed, obviously, her songs, but she's not someone mm-hmm. I've like necessarily thought it's that much super about. present in our day to day. No, no. But yeah. after watching this documentary, I was like, holy shit, she should be. Um, <laughs> she is. I mean, she's just she's one of those people who is just like unbelievably strong. Like yeah. you're mm-hmm. you're just like I would crumple immediately under the amount of pressure and challenges that have come your way in your lifetime. And you are like rise above it all um, and just Damn. keep succeeding. And oh, my God, you guys, I just can't wait for you to watch it so I'm we can talk it about it. It's sold it. so good. It's so good. And then we can all get Tina Turner tattoos together afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's like Tina Turner tattoos. You know how I feel uh, about tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'll get any. I'll get any. I'll, get, and I'll literally, if anybody's like, get this tattoo, I'll go, okay. I have like I have I have only one tattoo. It would be great if my second one was just a Tina Turner tattoo. <laughs> I think so. Um, I think so. But I I fully uh, yeah, I stand hard. Um, and as, as a Gen Z would say, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So gotta appeal to our Gen Z audience. You gotta appeal to Gen Z. That's oh, the only God. way to stay relevant. I, I want them to think I'm cool so bad. Ugh. Well, you, um, you dabbed earlier. So that was pretty You cool. did dab earlier. I bet I wish they should, they should know. Uh, too bad it was an accident. An accidental dab. accidental dab. <laughs> Sorry. Still counts. Still, Still counts. counts. Still Maybe dab. it's even cooler. Uh, I don't know. You Just guys can't even help it. Um, Emily, what about you? Well, speaking of crumpling under the smallest of circumstances, (laughs) I got like the most minor of colds last week. It it could have even been allergies. Like it was like two days of a bit of a sore throat. Not even (laughs) not even a sore throat, like a lump in my throat, you know, like that feeling. But like it Mm -hmm. didn't inhibit anything. It didn't. It was and it was gone so fast. But I truly was like, oh, no, I just I, it's just been like I, first. Firstly, I didn't think it was COVID. There was like the first time and, you know, that I like had any. And I was like, oh, it's probably yeah. not COVID. because I will be very unlikely. But I yeah. was like, oh, because I've been, you know, reemerging in the world and seeing some people and like doing a hell of a lot more than I'd been doing for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And was like, 
I need to stop seeing people. I can't. I don't want to ever get sick. I can't see people. I have to wear a mask all the time. I've got to shut it down. I got to shut it oh, down. No. I can't get sick. It's just like I freaked out. I fucking freaked out. Yeah. I mean, I think first time getting sick after a pandemic, I feel like that is it's like a weird thing. And mm-hmm. that's, that's freaking PTSD, man. We're all traumatized. So here's something I, I, I don't, need to reiterate. I didn't get sick. Like I, I like I just like wasn't sick, but I was so scared that I could. It was like it reignited in me that yeah. like oh, and when you go out in the world and you see people and you do things and you have plans and you like go to restaurants, you might get sick. And I was just like, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 not worth it, not worth it. I'm lock me back down, lock me back down. <laughs> um, so I'm just sort of I'm just we're just. Just we're really we're learning processing. as we go. Yeah, we're, well, all we're of doing us, our best. All of us we're doing are, our best. We're all going to get like gnarly colds this winter because our immune systems are going to just get. Yeah, yeah our immune sick. systems are so super off kilter now because we've just been inside for a year and a half and not yeah, interacting yeah. with germs in the way that we're supposed to be. But man, yeah. what an argument for masks, dude. I mean, I know I also haven't been doing much, but like, holy shit, I love my mask and I want to to keep wearing it and and I'm gonna yeah I'm taking a flight in a couple weeks and I'm gonna be covered from fucking head to toe I'm like (laughs) I'm gonna be covered hazmat suit yeah because I just like I it's not even COVID it's just like I don't want to get sick I don't want to get sick being sick sucks being sick sucks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so you know that really was that was a big thing for me this week but another big thing speaking of plans and stuff okay so I saw two movies this week in a movie theater. Oh, baby. The first one was The Quiet Place Part 2, which we had already, I'd already heard about it. I'd already heard about it. And then mm-hmm. I saw it. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's scary movie number one. And then the very next day, <laughs> I went to a theater and I saw the movie that we're doing this week, which is the conjuring three the devil made me do it (laughs) (laughs) um sammy also saw it Mm -hmm. um wow i i i was so 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 nervous to do it and i thought oh i'm gonna be so miserable i'm really gonna hate this whole experience and listeners i'm here to tell you i did not hate it i had fun wow i had fun and part of me Wished I had been more scared because I was like, I'm already here. Let me get fucking scared. And there were moments, but I really made it through. And so I, to the point where like after the movie, I asked, uh, you know, a lot of people who were there that I knew, not not strangers. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, was this one really scary? Like, how does it compare to that? Is it really scary? Because I was like, I didn't like want to die. So I, anyway, yeah, I didn't want to die. But also, so. but also, I don't think it was as scary as some other of the conjurings. But anyway, sure. let's give you some stats still, before we get into it. Right? That's what we do now is stats. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great, great, great. So, okay. Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, came out freaking this past weekend, a brand new release. It has a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 53% on Metacritic, and a 6.6 on Trusty IMDb. Everything mm-hmm. has a 6.6. 6. That's nice, though, specifically something. for this one. Nice specifically for this one. Add another um, six if you add know what another I'm six. <laughs> well, we're recording this on June six, which is six six. <gasps> One more six. 
one more six and baby, that's the devil. Um, and he <laughs> made me do it. Um, <laughs> okay, it was uh, directed by Michael Chavez, written by uh, Des- David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, story by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick and James Wan, who directed the first two to not direct this one. Um, starring Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga. Woo! Rory O'Connor. I said that really badly. Um, Sarah Catherine Hook, Julian Hilliard, John Noble, Eugenie Bondurant, and Shannon Cook. Um, and remember when I said that Sammy and I went and saw this movie? <laughs> we didn't just see it for any old reason. We saw it. Also, let me just say, this episode comes out on June 9th, which is one day after the birthday of our Samantha Smart. A Gemini queen who we adore. Happy birthday, Sammy. We love her so much. And it comes out the day before the birthday of our dear friend, celebrated guest, horror respondent, <laughs> the only person who could bring me to a freaking movie theater for a scary movie, <laughs> Betsy Sidara. Oh, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. Ooh. Betsy, first of all, happy birthday. Oh my God, thank you. Sammy, happy birthday. Happy birthday right back at you. Hell oh, yeah. What a fucking I'm gonna special. Go to Universal, I think, on my birthday. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Betsy. You gotta. You Not gotta. alone. I'm too scared to do that. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> I mean, Fair. it's fun no matter how you do it. Yeah. 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 Universal, man. Yeah. God, God, it's so great. It's so great. It rules. Um, wow. Just get drunk and watch the Waterworld show a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, we did see this movie at Universal City, which um, was so weird and fun. And like just being at it. Is always shocking to me being at like a theme park that is ten minutes away. Like it, 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 it's just like a. It's so strange to just be so close to Universal Studios and Universal City, and like the vibe there is very specific. (laughs) It is wild. Like I feel fourth grade Betsy is losing her mind. (laughs) I live right next to Universal Studios. (laughs) This is so cool. And it is like I have a pass and I go a bunch. It's the best. It's 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 the perfect theme park for the casual going. Because it's like small and weird. And so you could just like show up and wander around and hit a few rides and be like, all right, cool. Yeah. Did it. Wait, so would you guys say it's your favorite one in L.A.? Or uh-huh. more than Disneyland? More than... Oh. Oh, oh, oh. This is a hard... Ooh, that's tough. They're so stop. different. They're, it, it's Don't different. make me choose. It's different. Oh, it's like having to choose between your children. Disneyland, <laughs> I don't think you can casually go to. Okay. I don't think right. you can have the day I had at Universal at Disneyland. Because it's, it's too, too much, much of a commitment. Why? Because it's like hard to get in? Like hard to it's like navigate? It's a lot more expensive. Mm. Um, and it's further away. Yeah. And I will say if I had an annual pass, which they're suspending for the time being Disneyland or pass program. Uh, if I had an annual pass, I could see myself going for a few hours in the evening. Yeah, that I, would be I, fun. I would do that I've for done sure. That a couple times. Um, yeah. I would love to be a casual attendee of Disneyland. I just ha- have never been. So it's hard. It's hard for me to imagine. 
Mm. I've never, right. I've never fucking been to any of the amusement parks and theme parks in and Los you Angeles. Got back, man, you've you got to move back. back. You gotta come back and go to them. <laughs> I know. That was our plan, and guess what? COVID. Yeah, it. COVID ruined it. <laughs> guess what? Uh, I was going to hit them all up before I moved, and then COVID that was really not, not messed that up. Yeah. yeah. Yep, oh, yep, yep. Damn it, COVID. Damn it, what COVID. If COVID's like the devil made me do it. <laughs> the devil made me do it. Um, <laughs> Betsy, what's up with you, man? It's been so long since Ooh. we've had you on the Thanks pod. Thanks for having me. I I know when you texted, you were like, you want to do Conjuring three? I was like, absolutely. Yeah, we got to bring universe. Our, yeah, Conjuring expert in. Mm-hmm. Dude, conjuring expert, man. <laughs> That's me. Uh, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Mm. I love it. I love talking about spooky movies. Yeah. It's so fun. Oh, man. It's so fun. Especially like, I mean, the first conjuring was good. And it's fun to talk about good one, but it's also fun to talk about a stinker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So have you certified this one a stinker? What is it? What did you say the rating was on Rotten Tomatoes? 60. Does that sound right uh, to you guys? Yeah, yeah I think that seems so. right. Yeah, that seems like, about right. Yeah, pretty much all the reviews that I looked at were like, yeah, I mean, it sort of does some of the stuff, but it's not a conjuring movie the way the other other ones right. are. Um, so no I, James Wan, man. No James Wan. No he James did Wan, and you could do tell. the story, but yeah, not not you. You can tell. Um, I Betsy recommended that I now move backwards and watch the second one and then the first because that's also mm. the order of scariness. And I think I might. I think <gasps> you should do. That. I think you would really enjoy it. Because I got to say, I love Ed and Lorraine, and I get it. Yeah, I get it. Ed and Lorraine. <laughs> I like when they show like actual pictures of ed and lorraine in the credits and you're like dude ed you got hooked up with getting patrick yeah dude you look at me you look at lorraine and you're like okay yeah i kind of see she's a little fabulous and then you're like sir dude sir you are a blob sir no 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 way dude but you know what you know what's funny he never he died i looked this up he died in 2006 so he doesn't even know that he is Patrick Wilson, but Lorraine lived until 2019. So she was like, oh, so yeah, she Patrick got Wilson, like, that's what I'm... my husband looked like. Yeah, yeah, my that's husband's correct. totally shredded. No, that's uh, correct. Shredded. That is my, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Lorraine, imagine getting Vera Farmiga to play you, dude. <sighs> what a dream. What a truly, dream. Truly. What a dream. Wow. She's Incredible. so beautiful. They're so beautiful. They're so fun to watch. The chemistry is outstanding. The yeah, outfits they are, are incredible. Oof. It's just a movie about how in love they are. They just love each other so much. They just, ah, you know, you meet under a gazebo and that's <laughs> it. That's dude. it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Wait, they meet under a gazebo? That's a thing? Yeah, they fall in or love. They, like, under they a fall in love oh, under, a gazebo. under a gazebo. I'm hooked, baby. I'm hooked. I'm in. I'm in. Sign <laughs> me up. Well, baby, it's a very special double birthday cocktail hour, and this week's cocktail is the Devil in Me. He made me do it. For this drink, you're going to need one and a half ounces of cognac, third of an ounce of chili pepper liqueur, half an ounce of plum sake. 
third of an ounce of Luxardo maraschino liqueur, and one dash of chocolate bitters. You will stir all ingredients with ice and strain into a chilled martini glass and garnish with a Luxardo maraschino cherry. Raise a glass to our beloved Sammy, to our beloved Betsy, and to the pure, pure love of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Cheers. Um, there's not a time. I like tried to find trivia about this movie. There honestly isn't so much interesting trivia. But so I, I did find some. Tri- I got some trivia about the Warrens because I was a little bit more interested in right. that. In them, uh, which I know we've sort of done in, in previous episodes about Conjuring Universe. But I will say that, so. This movie, Devin, let me do it. Is um based on a true story. Like they that tend to be based on mm-hmm. the thing that the Warrens investigated. Yep, and it is um. Uh, the only one that is based on a a murder trial that did happen. This is mm-hmm. um, the character murders someone and uses this first time the defense was used of a demonic possession, um, and that oh, really dude. did happen. Wow, that really dude. is the defense that um, that that he used when he was assisted. His lawyer was assisted by the Warrens. That really did happen. Wow. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say his lawyer was assisted by the devil. His lawyer was <laughs> assisted by the devil. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I did some in, in, investigating into that case and not to do too many spoilers about the movie, but uh, it's like a, a kid, a family the kid is possessed but and the warrens go to do it i, I did the air quotes <laughs> the warrens uh did Amen. an exorcism and and I'm then during that exorcism quote. this guy arnie claims that the devil or the demon then possessed him and made him murder someone and now at least it when this trivia was written he and his wife, who's the sister of the kid who was possessed, are the only people who still stick to that story. <laughs> Nobody mm. else in the family, like there was a brother, an older brother who is absent from the film entirely uh-huh. because he believes that his brother David, the one who was possessed, has a mental illness, and then like has stead stuck to that, you know, his whole life, and like doesn't agree yeah. with this demonic possession story and like n- now none of the family thinks that um this is what happened but i mean if it was my murder defense i'd be sticking to that story straight to the grave yeah you got uh, to you can't you, you cannot waver on that you cannot waver That's on a that bull. yeah you gotta stick with it just kidding i really did i really it. murdered him it was me um you can't <laughs> you can't can't do that nope nope um so about the warrens i'm just this is interesting to me a few things Ooh. um uh, so they, a lot of people, you know, condemn them for being grifters and in it for the money and the fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, at, if this is your first time listening to an episode or knowing anything about the country, go back and listen um, to Conjuring One and, and Two. Conjuring one and two. What, what are you freaking doing? Call back and listen. But they are—they are a married couple. They are very Catholic, and they are demonologists. He's a demonologist. She's a medium, or so, what do you call yeah, it? Like clairvoyant. A clairvoyant, yeah. But they're—they're they're like a couple. Mm-hmm. They work in in tandem, um, and they got like you know pretty famous in of uh, the what seventies, eighties, yeah. Um, but they didn't charge for their investigations. They didn't charge those oh. families at all. They just made their money from movie and television licensing rights, books, lectures, tours. Um, they made a lot of money, but they didn't charge yeah. the families. And when the... Okay, so 
While the Warrens gained popularity, they also gained critics. Duh. Mm -hmm. In an effort to prove her abilities were not faked, Lorraine underwent scientific testing by parapsychologists at UCLA. And after extensive studies, they determined that she was a light trance medium. I don't know what that means. Tried to follow up and do more research. Couldn't find a thing. So Wait, that's a thing. You can become a parapsychologist. That's like I mean, a career all of this option. Is like, what are these words? Like, what are that's we saying? Ghostbusters. We- yeah, yeah I, I don't understand. <laughs> it feels I'm like look I'm into that. Proving one thing with another thing that needs to be proved. It's like too many steps of like, is any of this real? <laughs> Who are we trusting? Yeah, we're just saying words here. We're just saying words. <laughs> Um, and then this I really loved. I don't think we talked about this before. Okay, so we know that Ed Warren was a painter because he paints in, in <gasps> some nun. of the previous the movies. He painted the nun. But he really was a painter. <laughs> he painted a beautiful nun. He painted a gorgeous <laughs> nun. He painted an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous nun. nun. Um, <laughs> stunning, stunning nun. nun. Stunning nun. Um, so the couple used his painting skills as a way to gain entry into the houses they wanted to investigate. So what they would do is they would research houses that they believed to be haunted. They would go to the house. Ed would paint it, and then. Lorraine would take the painting and knock on the door, go to the homeowners and be like, hey, we have a painting of your house. (laughs) Oh, my God. And use that as a way to, like, strike up conversation with the homeowners and then would ask them about, like, strange occurrences at their house. And that's how they that's how they, like, began their career. Sneaky shit, man. That's more fucked up than just knocking on the door (laughs) and being like, hey. Is your house haunted? Like, that is creepy, They'd be like, we painted your house. My husband is a painter. We just left your house. He painted this. Anyway, anything weird happening at your house? That's what they would do. so strange. That seems like an unnecessary step. Yeah, just ask them. (laughs) Just ask them. Just be like, hey, we're two people who think your house is haunted. Yeah. That's so creepy. We're kind of weird, but here's the thing. Has anything strange happened here? Because we get a sense. No. We have a painting of your house. Well, but, so this isn't weird, but we sat outside your house for many days staring at it, not saying hello and or introducing it, ourselves. It. If and you we saw a car it. out front suspiciously for days, it was it us. It was us. Ed is a very slow painter, so yeah, I've, I've been we here, here for days. <laughs> that is so strange. Isn't that crazy? That's the weirdest thing. It's the you weirdest thing. To be like, I need to, like, talk to these people. Like, no. fucking order fake pizzas or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. pizza delivery. Like, anything. <laughs> anything is more normal. Painting. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> that makes me hate them. It's truly, <laughs> truly wild. <gasps> also, <gasps> like, if someone came up to my door and was like, oh, no. would you like a painting Ew. of your house? I'd be like, what? No. I would just what? S- shut the door. <laughs> no. I live here. I don't need, I'm not going to look at a painting of my house inside my house. What is, what? That's not like a universally Dude. wanted thing. I, it's weird. It's weird. Wow. Dude. They're pretty weird. Oh, this really makes me mad. <laughs> I'm mad at them. I'm so mad at the Warrens. That is so weird. It's so it weird. It messed up. Yeah. They're weird. What? That's They're weird. Creepy. I'm fucking furious now. That better be in Conjuring 4. The we- them just being fucking weirdo. <laughs> I want the next movies to be not spooky at all, just like a sort of deep dive into the psychology of these two people. Yeah. 
Well, they both. Yes. So Lorraine was a, a like producer and consultant on the films up until she passed in 2019. So now, now it's game on. Game on. Dude. They could do whatever <laughs> they want. Ooh, creepy. That that fucked me up, man. <laughs> Yeah, really it's, me up. I will say, okay, so I so saw this movie. I there it, there were scary moments for sure. There were yeah. moments I looked away, so I'll you know I I cannot possibly take the lead on this retelling, but I did not think it was too scary. To be completely honest, it wasn't. Okay. <gasps> wow. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't was too bummed. scary. I was a little bummed. Oh, I will say it was funny. <laughs> I definitely I laughed laugh quite at parts <laughs> for sure. The whole theater laughed a bunch uh, at parts. So <laughs> we'll get to we'll one get that to really blew my way. <laughs> <laughs> one moment I was like, no, 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 no. Okay. The first two movies. <laughs> had really cool, unique scares that I had never seen before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this time it felt like, it really felt like the scary part was put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like they didn't, I don't know what it was. It just was kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've it was. All this. It did not break the mold in, in any way. I, I mean, I bet that like those unique and innovative scares are probably like, you know, the James, the James Wan of it, that which we yeah, didn't really so. get. Um, yeah. yeah. He's so good. He's so good. So good. Yeah. Why did not he do it? Why didn't he? Why, why didn't the devil make him do it? Why didn't the devil make him do it? Why didn't the devil make him do it? Come on. <laughs> uh, but you know, okay, I, so maybe it was like a good entry point though for me because it made me want to do more, and I'll watch the other ones probably. And I did, I did have fun. I, I had fun. Like I said, they're Vera and Patrick, so beautiful, so lovely. The outfits, the outfits, the outfits, the outfits. The belts. The belts. Vera's collars were fine. Her belts were yeah. it, man. The collars it's... were nice. The belts stole the show. But the belts, <laughs> they, they, yeah, they stole the spotlight from the collars. The belts did what the collars had been doing before. They, yes, t- right, they right. Um, This is a movie well, about you know, belts. James Wan was in charge of the collars. Mm. Then, yes. And, and they're like, so oh. they were better in one and two. Yeah, we need a new Accessory. We can't even hand. James isn't here. Yeah. Fuck. James isn't here. Give me a belt. Give her belt. Give her belt. Give her belts. The ladies wearing belts now. What year? So what? Lady. What year is it taking place? Around? I think it was eighty-one. Eighty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big year for belts. Yeah. Big year for great. Belts. Huge belt year. Huge, huge year for belts. It was the year where they became more. You know, not just about holding up pants. But right. look, oh, yeah. right, right, right. They moved right. beyond yeah. utility. They were right. a true yes. fashion accessory. 81. Yeah. Yeah. 81. The year of the belt. The year of the belt. The year of the belt. Um, should we watch this freaking trailer? Let's watch it. Hey. You okay there? Jesus. I think I hurt someone. This is Ed Warren, here with Lorraine. All right, let's get started. Residents of Brookfield were shocked this afternoon by the broad daylight murder of Bruno Sauls. 
court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. Whatever is going on, whatever happened that day, that was not Arnie. It's a witch's totem. We think your family was cursed. And that connection's still broken. I'm only interested in reality. But I can see things that your people can't. Something terrible happened here. A master Satanist is not an adversary to be taken lightly. She's doing it again. She's reaching out to the darkness. Lorraine, you need to come back. Saving him worth everything you have. Because that's what it may very well cost. Lorraine! Oh my god, I'm I am really excited to talk about this. Now that I've watched the trailer again, I'm like, I'm excited. I sort of want to watch it again because now I know when I'll be really scared and when I won't. That waterbed part was, I think, maybe Water the scariest was part. Great. That was fun. That Water was really was fun. Very cool. You got to see a little belt, little glimpse of the belts, but that honestly is like the least exciting belt she even wears. Like, yeah. Well, they knew that. They're like, we can't. We can't give it all spoil. away. This is a movie about yeah. belts. We got to tease <laughs> yeah. it a little bit. Tease the belts. 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 the belt. Ooh, I'm pumped. I'm I'm so pumped to talk about it. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, Betsy, you want to take it away? I mean, sure. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County. 
and they've been around for 10 years and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So we start off, right, with a spooky-looking house. Classic. In the woods. Mm -hmm. Like, by, you know, nowhere near anything else. Mm -hmm. That's bad. That's bad. We already, we know that's bad. At least have some neighbors. Come on. <laughs> mm -hmm. Spooky, spooky house. And shit is, and, and then does it, like, explain, like, there's an exorcism happening? It says, some text comes up that says, on July 18th, 1981, Ed and Lorraine Warren were called to document the exorcism of David Glatzel. Yes. And so then we're in the house and the kid. Oh, and at this time, they're kind of just talking. The, 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 the Warrens are just talking to the family mm -hmm. and the little kid looks like he's just been going through hell. <laughs> yeah. Pun intended. Uh, yeah. So we have, we just, have Ed and Lorraine and then the Glatzels, which is David is a kid. He's probably actually like eight ish. Right. Yeah. He's such a he's cute He's literally he's really cute. He's the kid cute. from The Haunting of Hill Haunting House. Haunting of Hill House. Mm -hmm. He's Wait, super what? cute. Yeah, yeah, he has the youngest son in Haunting of Hill House, the first That's season. That's why he looked familiar. Oh, okay. super cute. He's great. Yeah, yeah he's and, great. And so then great. His older sister, Debbie, who's probably like 20, um, yeah. the parents, and then her, and Debbie's boyfriend, Arnie. Arnie. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, like, the Warrens are like, okay, we got the okay to do the exorcism. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the priest is on his way. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then they're like, let's like take. A oh, yeah, because he, he was like reading. Warren, Ed Warren was reading some shit from the Bible mm -hmm. or something. I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. Some fucking Bible shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they're like, let's take a break. Let's put the kid like, let's let the kid go to sleep. Which, uh, uh, mm -mm. like, don't leave that kid alone. No. Right? no Real bad no, decision right off the no. bat. Yeah, terrible, terrible, terrible. And like the parents letting that Arnie dude take, he was like, I'll take the kid up where it's like everybody walk the kid up to the room oh, and you no. sit in the room where the kid Make is. Make a little bed in the room where St you're in. Watch him sleep. Yeah. Kids can sleep through fucking anything, <laughs> dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he'll, yeah. Watch him. Don't leave him alone and then be weirded out when he's like. Fuck it, being weird <laughs> yeah. and, and possessed by the devil. Anyways, yeah. so Arnie takes the little kid, 
puts him in bed and is like, man, you're you're so brave. And he's like, I don't feel brave. Oh. He's like, well, you could be brave and scared. And he's like, oh, okay. Arnie. And then <laughs> I'll do that. That's my little kid boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Arnie. <laughs> when are you going to like? When are you going to marry my sister? And then Arnie's like, oh, I don't know. Why are you saying that? He's like, because you guys love each other. So, you know, it's the movie trying to be like, we're rooting for these characters. Yeah, he clear, he loves the, the girlfriend's brother. They're, yeah, they're like, this is a sweet little family. The kid loves right. Arnie. Everything here is good. Everything is nice, man. <laughs> um, uh, so then... Arnie, you know, leaves the possessed child alone in a bedroom. Oh, God. Um, with, guys, Ed and Lorraine don't allow that to happen. That's weird. You're well, professionals. Oh, you learn this is pretty weirdos. basic stuff, guys. I pretty feel like. basic. <laughs> yeah, pretty basic stuff. This is Exorcism 101. Don't leave the yeah, possessed person alone. Don't. Exactly. Come on. Come on. Unless they're like throwing up on you or like yeah, throwing yeah, up yeah, yeah. And then you, you, then you lock them in. Yeah, lock them Icky. in. Lock them in. Whatever. Um. So and then, uh, does the priest pull up? I think the yes. priest pulls up, and we get a very exorcist yeah, like very shot of exorcist. him like walking out of the, and he's got his hat and they, lots of nods to some movies. Yes, sometimes where you're like, uh chill out on it a little bit dude <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that calm down but, guys yeah so, and so then little kid wakes up to go use the bathroom and um starts hearing something you know starts hearing like weird things hides in the bathtub with a full-on like Shower All curtain the way that around goes around curtain. it, you know, and it's like a s- opaque, but like you can see shadows through it. Shadows, Ooh, spooky, yeah, spooky. very spooky. I had a friend in college who, every time she used the bathroom, would have to open the shower curtain because she was so. Oh, scared I don't. Somebody uh, was the shower curtain in my it, apartment is is only closed during the day. Once darkness falls, that curtain is open. It's open. It is open. Um. So he hops in the in the the bathtub, and you hear like I think. Do you hear footsteps? I can't remember. So, this oh, is something. This is spooky sound. Something's, Something's definitely there. there. He looks up, and you see these nasty, this nasty, these nasty fingers curling around. Oh no! And like oh shit, man, they're nasty. Like, <laughs> they're like black. Like yeah, ooh, icky fingers. And you're like, what the fuck? And then. The the um um nozzles faucet called faucet, faucet. Jesus N- knobs oh boy, <laughs> those faucet knobs the faucet knobs start turning and creak by the- themselves <laughs> Eeky, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he's like watching just like what the fuck what the fuck and then all of a sudden really loud bam blood starts pouring out of the shower and all over the little kid. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and he, of course, starts screaming. And, you know, the Warrens and everybody are, like, downstairs away from this kid. And they're like, oh, sh- oh. Oh, right. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think that kid who we're worried about is screaming a bunch. Should we, like, go check him out? <laughs> Let's go take care. Whatever. So they run and they're like, what's going on? And, like, the dad opens the door. And you see 
little kid. I want to, for some reason, call him Eddie, but that's his name is David. 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 But he does have Eddie vibes. He little square glasses, little like Eddie vibes. Man. He looks like an Eddie, but yeah. But he's not. but he's not. That's a one big mistake. Huge okay? mistake. Huge <laughs> mistake in this movie. Um, so you see little David crouching by the sink in the dead. It's all like huddled Dude? up. Buddy, are you? Is that you? Like, are you okay? Oh, and I, whoops, was I don't know. Was the mirror broken? I can't remember. Or but, like a hook from maybe the shower curtain, or so, he like something, grabs something, something, and so they're like kind of creeping in. Of course, it's dark as shit. Where it's like, turn on a light, man, turn on a <laughs> light. But no, mm. no, keep it dark. Um, and then. The mirror is broken because then all of a sudden, little Eddie David hops up and starts sprinting at his dad with like a spooky face, you know, mm-hmm. spooky ghouly face, and stabs his dad in the leg with a broken chunk of the mirror. Okay, yeah, it was, and he's like freaking something out. sharp, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so every like he gets tackled by like probably Ed. And uh, Arnie, and they're like, oh, God, it's happening. We have to do this exorcism. And the priest is like, okay, let's take him to the church. And then Ed's like, no, we have to do it now. He's freaking the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah, like, this is bad. So they run down to the the table, and uh, Lorraine sweeps the dinner table off. Like, just throws everything off. I could see the mom being like, we could have. We, we could have taken that <laughs> Two more seconds. You just destroyed yeah. all of my stuff. <laughs> sweeps it off. They're like holding him down, and he's like, the devil is in. You know, mm-hmm. just very like, convulsing and like, looks very foaming at the, at the mouth. Looks very Reagan from the exercise. Wind and is like blowing like, around the room, like, energy in the room is crazy. Yes. He starts like laughing shaking, and starts to like con- there's a lot of cool con- contortion. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> contortion. Yeah. I was almost get contortion. Contour. Uh, and the sound effects of the contortions are so like his bones are uh, bones are like popping the like, wrong way. Ooh. It's really nasty. Yeah, cuz cuz they're all like holding him down all of them cuz he's like freaking yes. out and has like a lot of devil power. Um, but he's like foaming at the mouth and stuff and freaking out. And Arnie is like, they're doing the exorcism at his like reading from the Bible or the pastor, whatever's reading from the Bible. And he gets nailed by a plate. That's Remember? right. And that that's was a right. big, very funny. That was one of the first big laughs. <laughs> yeah. the a plate comes like flying off the shelf and just goes like dunk like a frisbee like, right dunk. in his head and, and he I, gets it, knocked out. <laughs> I feel it's also a funny sound effect to it, mm-hmm. too, like where everybody's like, ah, <laughs> funny. So Priest is out, Ed is like, I better try to do it. And Arnie's like, you got, fuck you, you coward. He's like calling the devil the coward. And Ed's like, don't <laughs> say anything to the devil, man. And then, and everybody's like freaking out. The parents are not Helpless. down there yet. They're upstairs. Oh, because the dad got fucking dad's stabbed. Leg. Yeah, big time mm-hmm. stabbed. Mm-hmm. But they're like, the mom's like, let's just let them. 
have the kids. Maybe they're just making out. They're just taking an opportunity. It's been stressful for them. We've had no time alone. We got to take this moment. Finally, a moment alone. They're exercising our son. Um, (laughs) Let's smooch. But Arnie, too, Uh, is like. Grab my boobies. (laughs) Arnie's upset, too. He's like, stop. He's just a little boy. Because this is clearly, like, really fucking with David to have the devil being exercised out of him. And Arnie's, like, really concerned (laughs) about this. And everybody's getting thrown around, right? Like, yeah, oh, they, it's like, chaos. Head is on the floor. Lorraine they is can't on the hold floor, David. He's on the too floor. powerful, and he's contorting in very gross he ways. Goes he goes like, from flips. laying down to like chest pulled from his core, but like upside down, pulled to standing, and it's just like he like peeks his head under his knee at one, like from the wrong. looking real nasty. All his bones should be broken based on what yeah. he's doing. Yeah. Real gross, real gross. And then somehow Arnie gets a hold of him and is like, I know you're in there, David. And then straight up goes like, leave him alone. Take me instead. Mm-hmm. And then whoomp. Oh, and Ed's going, oh. Ed's going like, no, no, no. Oh, oh Ed starts Eddie, having a heart attack. David, as the... David, fully deviled, is like, yes, grabs uh, Ed's chest and is like, I'll kill you, old man. Yeah, I'll in stop like your devil heart, voice, I'll stop your heart. And then Ed starts having a heart attack. Ed starts having a heart attack and sees devil go into Arnie, but is having a heart attack, so can't be like, the devil is And nobody him. else sees this happen because it's such chaos. So Ed is watching this happen. Uh, Ed watches Arnie say, take me instead. He sees the devil fucking like energy zap into Arnie. But then everything calms down. They think, oh, demon's gone. And then they realize, oh, fuck. Ed's having a heart attack. Call 911. We got to call 911. So, but but they, and, and yeah, everybody's like, okay, I think we did it. Let's get Ed to the hospital. Uh, and like everybody's happy mm-hmm. now, everybody's fine. Um, and then we have okay. So then time goes by. We see, a little we bit. see like I don't think too much time. Not much not time. Too much time. We, I think it's like just the next morning we see Arnie wake up with uh, Debbie, his girlfriend, who is David's sister, and just kind of get a glimpse of their relationship. They also seem very in love. This is yeah, the one who is gonna. Maybe propose to Debbie soon, and he says something like, "Why'd you let me sleep so late?" She says, "Let you? I couldn't wake you up. You're probably so tired because you're possessed by the devil." But she doesn't <laughs> know that at this moment. But he slept a yeah, lot. They don't know that yet. And we see that she works at a dog kennel. They both they right. they live rent free above a dog kennel right. and she works at the dog kennel and the owner of the dog kennel is this man named Bruno mm-hmm. who's like kind of a Bruno. drunk kind of a drunk we get the uh, vibe lots of yeah, lots of barking like, dogs irresponsible lot of dogs yeah dogs just going nuts dude like true and like shows her like walking through being like okay these two need to go out at some point and then so she's like we're like okay she's running the place he is not. Mm-hmm. We see that Ed is like in the hospital and not conscious. And Lorraine is, of right. course, so won't leave his side. 
the her home is wherever he is. Yes, right. We learn that her home is where he is, and I think this is where we learn the gazebo story. <gasps> yeah, this is where we learn the gazebo a, a nurse comes story. in and says, "I don't. I think he would he would understand if you wanted to go home and sleep." And she's like, "No, let me tell you about our life." <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't understand. We love each other more than anybody else has ever loved anybody. More than anybody's ever Maybe loved other couples other. can go home. I cannot because the love is too strong. Love is too strong because we met at the after, or like we were hanging out and we went to a movie. I went to a movie. He was the usher. We locked eyes. We fell in love. We fell in love under a gazebo. <laughs> um... And everybody's like, oh, that's why she stayed. That's why she stayed. <laughs> because they had their first kiss under a gazebo in the rain, and it was all sepia-toned and beautiful. Also, they cast, like, younger versions of them that don't look like them. Don't no. look like oh, don't God. look like Vera and Patrick Wilson. I think at that all. was another laugh is when we revealed the Patrick the young Patrick Wilson like turns and everybody laughed because it doesn't look like it's Patrick just Wilson. No, nothing <laughs> like know. them. They need to take a cue from uh, the Netflix original series Dark, who is so good at casting mm, people that mm-hmm. look the same for different ages. Oh, that's like that German show, right? It's unbelievable. It's so, good. It's so but good. It's uncanny. Cool? It's uncanny how they've cast this because it's multiple generations too. Mm-hmm. It's they cast Honestly, they cast like three people to play the same person at different ages, and they look literally like the same person. It's that's crazy. incredible Whoa. when you when they pull that off. This film, this does film not does pull not that off. Not. No. <laughs> doesn't do big it. Big swing and a miss. Huge. Big swing and a miss. Um. So so then are we back at the dog place? And Arnie's just being a little weird. Well, first he's at the house or someone's house and a box of cereal starts moving on the shelf and he's looking at the box of cereal and it flies off the shelf, cereal spilling everywhere. Uh, but yes. it flew off in a way that it couldn't happen by any anything other than a supernatural force. Um, but a mouse does <laughs> run out of it or a rat. Oh, and rat, baby, a, a rat. rat, a rat. Ugh. And um, he's like, oh, it's just a rat that made this box fly off the shelf. And then as he's Liar. following it, he finds a <gasps> like hole in the wall. And for the longest time, just stares mm-hmm. into this hole. This was the most stressed I think I was. For the, the whole I, did not, I did not watch this. It was it, scary. It was right at eye level. And it's a hole. It's not a real, like... No one's ever seen a hole like that. Like if if that hole, I would be like aliens are yeah, here. Yeah, it's like a black like gooey it's, hole. It's like like, ugh, it's like nasty. Where, and uh, uh, don't put put your eye close to that gooey hole. <laughs> but so he starts getting closer and closer, and then. I can't remember. And, and that's it. Right? I wasn't looking, so I couldn't tell I, you. No, it like pops. I, Eventually, uh, something grabs him by the throat. Oh. And we kind of see a oh form God. of something, but we are not quite sure what it is. And then it like cuts and it's gone. And he's just kind of on his knees like, oh, that was weird. What's oh, happening? Right. Yes. Yep. We see. Yes. We see kind of a weird figure start to choke mm-hmm. him. And then he comes to and is just kind of like, what the fuck, what the mm-hmm, fuck, what the mm-hmm. fuck? And now he is weird. Mm-hmm. Now he's weird. Now he's weird. Um, and so is this about when he goes to work to tree trimming? Yeah. So first, first we see that Ed wakes up and he very quickly is like, 
it's in Arnie. That's like his first order of business is like, this is what I didn't get to tell anyone. And it's really important that everybody know. <laughs> yeah. And all the nurses are like, hey, wait, I don't think they're actually that in love because the first thing he said was not. Yeah. Um, he didn't say <laughs> so, I love you. you. He didn't say I love you when he woke up. So what's this gazebo so, story? Because I don't buy it. I'm thrown. I'm totally confused at this I point. I thought you fell in love in a gazebo. So I'm sorry, like, what's happening? <laughs> um, like, sort of, where are we at? So so Ed says that Lorraine tries to call Debbie. She calls their apartment and nobody answers. Oh. It rings and rings and nobody answers. And then she calls the police and is like, this is going to sound really weird. There is about Something to be a tragedy at this address. And then we cut to we see Arnie. A pie in a tree with a fucking chainsaw. And I got so scared. <laughs> Dude, and so and he's like trying to get the chainsaw to start, trying, trying, trying. It's smoking, like the the machine is smoking. Where it's like, okay, get let's not use. Yeah, that let's one, get a different dude. one. <laughs> and he's still one. trying, still trying. And and uh, in the background, we see this window of a house, and he's like trying, trying. And then all of a sudden, we see these creepy, creepy lady looking out of the window and and looking very like black dress white collar you know very spooky mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very um, very very thin her. very tall this woman i looked her up she's six feet tall she's mm-hmm. very tall mm-hmm. cool yeah. yeah she's she's great she was well cast and they did that one very right. well cast perfectly cast <laughs> i will say i was kind of hoping a little bit more Bathsheba witchy. Sure. Yeah. But she's good. She's she, definitely I mean, just a she's spooky a, lady. Spooky lady. She's a spooky, and that's what she and is. And that's what she is. But yes. in the movie, it's just, she's a spooky lady. She's a spooky lady. So we see her, and then he like is like, what? Something is happening. And turns his head to look, and then the chainsaw starts and flies out of his hands and lands like right in front of some workers and they're like what the fuck man i'd be so and fucking then, mad if i, I was be a co-worker <laughs> of this man so mad well and Dude, they send him home I they, think. yeah he goes they home. are and this is when he goes home yeah and he goes home he drives home and he's looking his, bad his he's looking like, sweaty, sweaty sweaty pale, pale. yucky looking possessed you know <laughs> he's, he's fighting with something yeah, some something's inside of him, and it's not a cold. It's the devil. <laughs> I mean, thank God, uh, thank God, it's not a cold. Let me at tell least you, it's not a cold. Not, at least. Oh my God, at least he doesn't have a cold, <laughs> or a potentially oncoming cold. Ooh, very scary. That's very scary. It is wild. Like what? Yeah, I'm. I'm so curious about what happens when I get my first cold. Dude, <laughs> brace yourself, brace yourself. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. I'm scared. Um, uh, okay, so he, she's and her, his girlfriend's all like, Debbie's like, you are you okay, man? He's like, I don't feel good. He's like, okay. And then drunk Bruno's like, come on, let's go party, man. It's the middle of the day. Let's go. We'll quit drinking next Saturday. Ha ha ha. And he's kind of like, I don't feel good, man. And and he's like, no, come on. And so then they are listening to like music. Bruno's getting all drunk and is like, come on, drink with me, man. Let's party. Um, 
And like the dogs are just going even crazy. Dog, every dog is barking like in insane amount. And, and Debbie at one point is like, they probably saw a rabbit, but it's like, no, they sense the devil. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're sensing. The and devil it is blasting. Sure. Call, call me. Call me. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Bruno, part <laughs> of his drunkenness, because he had asked Arnie to fix the stereo and he does. And so he's like, I'm testing it out. And it's playing and really, it's awesome. really loud. Yeah. Really, really loud, and and he's like, "Come on, drink with me, Arnie." And Arnie's like, oh, "I don't really want to, but here I'll drink. I'll start drinking a beer." And then uh, Debbie comes in and joins them, and is like dancing. They're having fun at the dog kennel. Um, and then and Arnie's feeling weird. And he's like, "I'm gonna go like you know, throw water on my face," because and it's getting intense. Like the music is getting very like loud but also like slowing down and getting all funky Mm -hmm. he's at the sink just like spraying himself with water uh and then like hears debbie screaming and like goes and runs and um this and he thinks bruno is like doing something nasty to her you Mm -hmm. know being shitty to her but they're just actually like having fun they're dancing together they're yeah and she was just sort of together. screaming as they danced and then it keeps kind of going back and forth right of what arnie is seeing uh-huh versus what's actually going on oh and interesting like, he's like attacking her or whatever and they're just dancing and so he like arnie gets mad at him and they're like what the fuck man what's going on and um, Arnie like goes into the dog kennel room down like a hallway yes. and it gets like completely dark and he's and like, then, like on the red. floor like all like overwhelmed like doesn't know what's going on and he's like breathing heavily and yeah and then it like out of the darkness comes like a demon a scary a demon, demon that comes demon. at him yeah like that crawls at him really fast like a nasty Ooh, inhuman yeah, crawl lots of fast crawling and stuff yeah in this. yeah and then he starts Stabbing. Yeah, there's like a knife nearby the that demon. he just yeah, fucking he goes to town. Pulls out his pocket knife and fucking stabs this demon. And all of this like and call me is still happening, but now it's all fucking weird and stuff. So then we see a cop car driving up because of Lorraine's call mm. and and uh you know, cop car in the distance and we hear like thump 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 and his little boots come into the frame. And he's walking all weird. And then the cop like sees him and stops. And he's got he's got devil eyes, like white, like milky, mm-hmm. milky over like Yeah, white like cataract eyes. looking mm-hmm. veins, like just crazy blue veins on his face taken over. And the cop pull, like stops and is like, Hey man, what's happening here? <laughs> and then like he kind of come then arnie comes out of this trance or whatever eyes go normal and eyes go normal and he's like uh, uh, and then it's revealed that he's just covered in blood mm. and then he's just like i think i hurt someone and it's like yeah you did you did dude. you, did. you, you fucking did. killed bruno man. yeah you so then we reveal yikes. like cops are at the place and they're collecting the murder weapon and the the what the demon he thought he was stabbing was Bruno and he stabbed him Bruno. what like 20 times 22, 22 times. times 
and we hear like a news broadcast voiceover happening as this goes on of like, you know, town was rattled by the broad daylight murder the, of Bruno, whatever. First murder in this town in 190 years. It's like, oh, well, OK. <laughs> OK, we get it. We get it. You're a good town. We get, <laughs> we get it. it. Good job. Um yeah, and then it's court, right? Uh-huh. They like have to they've they try Ed and Lorraine try to get a lawyer for him. So they like meet with this lawyer to be like, you need to represent right. him for def- the defense being that he was possessed by the devil uh, by like <laughs> possession. And the lawyer's like, oh, I'm not going to fucking do that. And they're like they're like, let us show you some of the past things we've we've done to try to convince you. And it doesn't show you any of that. It just hard cuts to her representing him in, in court. It's and being like right terrified, be like- just sitting there being like, oh, my God, I believe, I believe, I believe. He's not guilty. By reason uh, of possession. He's not guilty. Reason of possession. And in the courtroom, you hear like, oh, oh what? <laughs> and we did forget. There's a lot. It's in the trailer, but the. Patrick Wilson or Ed, Ed oh. Warren's line, which is like, the court uh, upholds belief in God every time someone takes the stand and swears in the Bible. It's about time the court believed in the presence of the devil. It's like, yeah. I don't know that those two things equate, but okay, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good moment. Perfect argument, foolproof. Yeah. So they plead not guilty, and then the, like, uh, the lawyer's like, okay, you two need to really prove. <laughs> yeah, the lawyer. Yeah, she says, you- well, the life he's on, he's on he's getting the death penalty, so the life of this young man hangs in your guys' hands. So you better know what you're doing. It's like you're the lawyer. <laughs> she basically yeah, passes off all responsibility. She's like, all right, guys, good luck. Thanks so much. Yeah, you figure it out. Because uh, this dude murdered someone. Definitely murdered someone. Uh- <laughs> So then, oh, so then they're like, okay, we got to really investigate. Um, we need to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, and we then have a five months earlier mm-hmm. uh, thing at the house when the family has first moved into the creepy house that we, uh, mm-hmm. David and. They elicit the help of Debbie, the, the girlfriend, um, to like, right. to, to like, where did this start with David? Like, why? um because they said demons have to be invited and they're like, he's a kid. How could he invite a de- like that? What would that be? About? So, yeah, they, she takes them to the house and they cut flashback to moving day five months earlier. And we see little David walking through with a box. and like, Let's order pizza. Yeah, sounds great. And he comes into this room with the waterbed, which really the whole scene essentially was in the trailer, the waterbed yep. scene. But where he's like kind of messing around he's like on the so waterbed. excited to find this waterbed. What little kid isn't pumped by a huge waterbed? He like gets Dude, on it and is remember? like bouncing around. Oh my god, my parents had a waterbed when I was really little. Ooh. It fucking ruled. It ruled. That's my very best cool. friend. When, when, you know, grow like from age three to six or whatever. Her name was Betsy Joe. So mm. two Betsy's. And uh, her parents had a waterbed. And they were getting rid of it, but they like let us like open it up and play like in the water. Whoa! It was awesome, and we like listened to the Beach Boys. <laughs> Every kid's dream. That is amazing. So great. Um. Anyway, yeah. So he's like playing on this water bed, and uh, and then 
he's laying there and like he flops down. I my one of my nieces. Sorry, now I'm going on a little tangent. <laughs> like a couple of Thanksgivings ago, because she was I think maybe four or five, and she's now eight or something. So yeah, somewhere around there. I was like packing up to come back to L.A. I was in Colorado and I was sleeping on the air mattress in the basement. <clears throat> and she walks down. And she's like, oh, hey, Betsy. I'm like, oh, what's up? What's going on? And she like flops down onto the air mattress and just goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like she was like relaxing after a tough day. And I was just like, dude, just like I was laughing so hard. And I was like, you can't. You can't say that. you can't around me, but you can't like try so oh hard to be like God. that was really funny. I love Please what do you it did. more for me, <laughs> but not for other people. That's like, amazing. That's amazing. It was incredible. Oh. <laughs> Man, it's like I know you had such a big day trying to put a puzzle together. <laughs> you really need this. Anyways. You really need this. <laughs> you really need this. So he flops down, and boom. Or like a little ripple happens. Yeah, something that he doesn't cause happens under him. And then he's just kind of like, okay, I'm still going to lay. And a fucking face pops up, which we saw the trailer. Face pops up. Ew. And and then kind of was like, what the, what? Okay, whatever. Whatever. And then I think another little ripple happens and he's like, I'm going to get off. I'm going to get off. I'm going to get off this water Mm -hmm. bed. So he's slowly getting off and he's still, you know pushing it it's really intense and then he's like in the trailer boom a hand bursts out and starts to grab him and water is flying everywhere he's screaming and losing his mind hand is trying to get him and he finally breaks free and like falls to the ground mom and dad come in and they're like what's that okay whatever and there's and then over that is like a tape of him talking to lorraine being like that was the first time something happened to me and i tried to tell people but they all were just like whatever dude Mm. that didn't happen to you okay and then lorraine is there then we're in now we're with debbie this the sister who's showing them the room now which is just like an office Mm. and they have a rug they're like is this where the waterbed was and then she's like yeah we put a rug over the floor because there was water damage from when the waterbed exploded and ed lifts up the carpet, looks at the ground, and it is, like, nasty, like, melted, like, lava poured on this spot situation looking, and he goes, "Yeah, that's not water damage. (laughs) Demon damage, Demon damage, demon damage. But it is, like, no human in their right mind would be like, that is water damage. It's so something, Something is underneath this house. Like, yeah, a volcano is yeah, underneath this house. Something fucked this up. Something fucking wild. So then Lorraine and Ed, Okay, so Ed, remember, is sick. His heart's bad, and he now has a cane, and he's just not what he could, he used yeah. to be. Yeah, he's affected so by this heart attack. Mm-hmm. They open up, like, the cellar to go under the house, and uh, and Debbie's like, yeah, if you go that way, fifteen feet, you'll be under. They open the, the door, room. and it's like absolutely covered as if from a Halloween store cobwebs. <laughs> like it's like yes. like an insane yes. amount of cobwebs that you will have to just walk through. And I like didn't understand this part where she, uh, Debbie says, "Go fifteen feet to the right. That's the guest room." And I was like. 
this is their guest room. <laughs> we have all of our guests sleep here yeah. in this Enjoy. place. This is Enjoy. a horrible guest room. Yeah, have fun. It's really great. It's really great. <laughs> but um, it's, yeah, it's like the crawl space under the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Under that room. And, and, and Vera's like, I'll go in. Clicks on her flashlight and has her little rosary on her hand mm-hmm. and starts crawling under this house. And like opens up these like plastic curtains, and they're just rats everywhere, right under that spot, right under that spot, like an an outrageous amount of a lot of rats under that fucking spot, all surrounding this like burlap sack, right in the spot. And she looks up at the floor, and it's like dripping nasty goop. That like water damage spot is just like dripping like fucking stalag tights or stalagmites which they're one both, is the one from the I ceiling? think they're both words and I think they mean they different are. things one is the ones that come from above and one is the ones that go up I, I can't yeah. tell you which is which couldn't tell you but the one that comes from above out of goop situation out of goop and she's like uh oh she's brushing aside some rats <laughs> CGI rats. Very <laughs> CGI. CGI. Oh my god. At least Thank one of god. them was the most it like They're turns very and goes funny. like it's like, like such a like cartoon rat. <laughs> yeah, one was ratatouille. Uh, <laughs> very, cute. <laughs> very cute. Um and and finds a like a th- a, a metal thing cuz she's like I'm not touching smart. whatever is underneath smart. this burlap shit. I wish she had she's that smart. same idea with touching of other things later. Mm. She touches some oh, nasty things. That's true. She touches some nasty shit. Uh, and so she like um, moves it and finds this like, I don't know, like a jawbone. Mm-hmm. It's like a couple jawbones. Like it seems like woven with, like, together, a horn coming out the top. They call it very a, like very a witch's totem in the trailer. So it's like definitely looks witchy and like a it's what like a curse ma- man made but naturalish yeah. looking. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of um. It's like a bone first season of. It's like a bone bouquet. <laughs> a bone bouquet. Yeah. What's that show that everybody loved that was creepy? That oh, was American Horror Story. No. Oh, oh true, detective. True, true detective. true detective. It's like vibes of that first season. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bone creepy yellow king situation. Is that what he's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yellow king. Uh-huh. And so she like takes some pictures with one of those funny eighties cameras. Like thin flat yeah, goes, Remember those? Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, it's stalactites that come from the ceiling. Everyone was wondering, and that's what it is. Mites are from the ground. Oh, tights are from the ceiling. Good to know. Mites. Okay. Tight top. Tight top, Mite. mites, mouse. <laughs> mites, mouse. And mice, mice stay on the, the ground. ground. <laughs> uh, that is. makes sense. That makes sense. I'll never uh, forget again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. We got it. Uh, cool. Um, uh, oh, yeah. So she takes pictures and then they're showing that, like, uh, they have a bunch and she's straight up to Debbie, like, it's a witch's totem. Someone put a curse on your house or you got, like, you just happen to move into this place where there's a curse. Um, let's see. Let's like show these to cops or to like a bunch of police. Oh yeah, they print out a bunch of photos, a bunch before. of pictures. They're like spread them around. They say to their what 
their assistant drew is he like their assistant he just appears yes. a few times as like the he's just around and yeah. helps them so like give he's this around and has some key pieces some of information truly, when he is be. around to just be a plot device um yeah. but they're like show this to a bunch of detectives see if anybody has any information and the father whatever their priest friend is there and he's like i actually know who might have information right. about this he's a retired he left the the priesthood but he was investigating a cult in this area for a while, and he might know. Yes, and he might know. So then we they, we get the warrants, and they go to this dude's house, this priest's house, and he's, like, collecting eggs from his chickens. <laughs> oh, my God. He has the best line of the whole movie. He's This is John Noble, and he looks really creepy, but also fun, and he's wearing his little, like, gardening outfit he's holding a basket of eggs and they're like hi we're at the warrens we'd like to talk to you and he goes would you like an omelette <laughs> yeah would you like an omelette an omelette like, no we're good and then they go to try to shake his hand and he's like i got chicken shit on my hand <laughs> and then they go in um and he starts to tell them like oh Oh, he's in this house, by the way, like even more in the middle of nowhere than than their Dude. houses. And it's like right on top of a dam. There's like a big like right. dam behind his house, just like very off the beaten track. Mm -hmm. And his name is, does it matter? Cast What's his Kastner. name? Kastner. 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 Father Kastner. John Noble is a fascinating man. Incredible. He's so good. I've... He he's looks so like fucking Dracula. good. Oh god, he's p perfectly cast. He's very You like know that he's creepy well. but you do somehow trust him. He has a very yeah. like intriguing mm. You're like I got to know I I do want to spend time with you but but maybe I shouldn't but I guess I do. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. It's like equal parts I trust him and would and trust him with my life and then I'm also like he'll kill me. He'll kill me. Yeah, and exactly. And he, like, he, he toes that line. Me. Uh, the whole time and you're just like i don't know trust him but <laughs> don't i don't perfect. know what to tell you yeah i don't know i don't know and he like takes them down into his like he's got this huge basement full of stuff that he's like this is where the church would keep stuff that scared them like so it's just full of like these weird occult spooky things totems basically and <laughs> more more of these things he just has a basement full of it and when they he goes to walk them into it lorraine's like i don't want to go in there she gets hit with this sense of like i don't want to go in this room and they're like well we are here made it this far let's go in and ed does say like you should have or when i was like you should have burned these yeah she walks oh, yeah. in and is like you should burn all of this stuff and he's like i feel safe oh, for right. having it here like taking guns off the streets and i was like burning it would be that too be that right yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah get rid of it <laughs> yeah i too was like if you had a room full of burning guns, it would be would more be that than this not yeah right right it doesn't yeah. make any sense <laughs> weirdo he's a weirdo he's a, he's a weirdo i mean He's a priest. He's a weirdo. Uh, so, and then what ha does he kind of be like? Oh, does he kind of be like? <laughs> Whoa! And does he kind is, of be is like? Is he pretty much like? Oh yeah. Does he kind of be like? Um, I feel like he recognizes the thing that they show him a picture of, and maybe right. gives him some more info. Right. This is like a. This is a satanic, a satanic right. cult person did this. A, a Satan worshiper. 
Um, don't you shouldn't mess with them he basically is just like you good she should walk away from this like this is not worth leave it alone just let it it alone they're like well we gotta prove it to the court of law that this occurs and so then they get back to their house right and they're like we have great news and then drew our man plot point drew Drew. like well i got a hit from a police station who saw something similar to this token Mm -hmm. Yes. So did we get with John Noble? Is that when he gave the line was like, is saving this man worth everything you have? Because yeah, that probably. might very well be what it takes. And it's like, no, Ooh. the answer is no. <laughs> but they the do it anyway. still killed someone. Yeah, it's like, like eh, eh. yeah. But anyway, they move forward. Mm. They go up, meet up with this detective. Yes. And this detective is very much like, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, we had a similar case. Uh, a a girl was killed and then a, another girl went missing in our region or whatever. And we found this thing and it looks very similar to the witch totem that they, that the the Warrens have found. And, but he's also very like, Hey, Hey man, I want to do it the real way. I don't believe in your hocus pocus stuff. And, uh, and, and, and they're like, well, we need your help to try to tie this these two cases together and he's like well i need your help uh for so- to try to solve the case to find the missing girl yeah they they, yeah, they the need girl. to find the body they found the murdered girl and then the other girl's missing so they're like we need to find the missing girl and they're like we can help you with that we can i can see things you can't see mm. so then he right. tests lorraine before he trusts Ooh, them he's like yeah. fine if you're so good Here's the test. And he pulls three, puts three knives in front of her from the evidence. And he's like, one of these is the murder weapon. Uh, The other two are just random knives from evidence. Tell me which one is the murder weapon in this case. And Ed's like, come on. She's not a side show. Yeah, yeah. And all of the cops are watching and waiting. And Ed's like, come on, you can't do this. You can't do this. Where it's also like, Ed, root. What are you, you're making it sound worse? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you don't believe her either. Like, yeah. come mm-hmm. on, Ed. But then she pulls. She's like, "It was this one," and everybody's like, "Whoa, it was that one." <laughs> so then they're in the car driving to where the girl who was murdered body, body was, was found. found. Bodies with whoa, <laughs> the girls. Yes, her body was found. And so they're driving, and Lorraine, like, oh, Elvis is on. And a little Mm. shout-out from number Mm -hmm. two, that stupid Elvis (laughs) scene. Elvis is on the radio, and she's like, you know, I met Elvis once. And and the cop makes a joke of, like, oh, when he was living or or dead or something. And she's like, when he was living. And then after a beat, and when he was dead. So did you meet him (laughs) once, or did you meet him twice, Lorraine? Get your story straight. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Jeez. And Ed's in the back and he's like, That's my lady. She's funny. Um, and then uh Lorraine's like, wait a second, you passed where the body was found, and the detective's like, Okay, okay, Ooh, lady. She knows they, her shit. They flip, a, they flip the car around, go to that area, and she's like, It happened right here. Something really bad happened. And the cop's like, okay, okay, okay. And Ed's like, see, that's my lady, man. 
uh, she knows what she's doing. And then she, like, gets down and starts to go into her classic clairvoyant clairvoyant trance. Vision. Having a vision. Yeah, and it, like, gets all dark. Wait, does it get dark yet? Or is she seeing what the girls are doing? It gets dark. dark, dark, Because it happened at night, I guess. So she's, like, in the moment. She's like in the woods now. It's nighttime. She's hearing creepy. Yes. Okay. She hears like creepy, um, rustling, creepy noise and looks and there's a tree and she sees like only an arm around the tree. And it's very, this was creepy. This was this part was scary. Uh, and like the arm like slowly goes away, like goes, pulls tur- behind like, the tree, spins around mm-hmm. on the tree and pulls behind. And nothing's there. And she's like, what is it? What's going on? What's going on? And then all of a sudden, bam! Two friends running through the woods. Giggling, laughing. Flashlights. They're having fun. They're having fun. Also, it seemed like they were like... A lesbian couple. Kind of into Yeah, each I think other, they were right? a secret. Because everyone talked... The detective was like, they were two best friends. And then it seems like they were like in the woods together because they're actually a gay couple. But it was the early 80s so they were secret so you gotta keep that on the down low and so the one friend was like hi this is so fun i got you a bracelet from some some something and the friend's like oh my gosh thank you so much will you help me put it on and you're like oh yeah they're totally lovers (laughs) and then uh, and then Lorraine's like seeing it and I feel like she kind of like becomes one of them. Yeah. She a lot of times in her visions she'll get like first person like from the person that she is right. trying to find out stuff about and I think you see the girl that's giving the bracelet her eyes do that same kind of milky thing yep. and she yep. just starts stabbing her friend and we see Vera in the current moment, which is daytime, oh. and the cop and Ed. her space object work is oh my god, great. it's great! And yeah. she is stabbing and stabbing, and Ed is like, "That's enough!" and and pulls her, yeah. pulls her off, kind of momentarily brings her back into the moment. But she's like, "No, I've got to f- follow them. I got to figure out the story," and follows. She goes back into the trance. Back into the trance, and the girl starts running. Yeah, and, like, follows the girl who just stabbed, who starts running. Oh, and also, this girl was also stabbed 22 times. Mm-hmm. They, they said that, like, I think in the, the police station mm-hmm. theme, but that's kind of a kawinky dink <laughs> Big old kawinky dink <laughs> um, uh, So, yeah, so, like, uh, uh, Vera is sprinting through the woods in these fun, like, heels, and you're like, God, you're good, Vera. Good, Vera. And then and, and uh, Ed's trying Ed, to run after her, but he just had a heart attack, so he, like, can't really run that fast. He can't keep up. Right. And he has a cane. Yeah. But, but then, like, the cop is even slower. No, the cop doesn't um, really fucking care. Yeah, the cop's just like, what, what are you doing, you weirdos? Um, And so, like, Lorraine is running through the woods and, cu- like, slides to a stop at the edge of a gigantic cliff which that was in the trailer Mm -hmm. um above some water you know where it's like oh you would have fucking 
died for and sure. And she was being the she, girl, right? So then then the understanding is that that's what happened to the girl. She ran and right. fled the stabbing and ran off this cliff and died. Right. Right. Yep. And so, and she's like, oh, I got an Ed's finally behind her. He's like, what did you do? Or like, what are you doing? She's like, she's down there. She's down there. The girl is down there. And then hand creeps up and grabs Vera's legs and starts to pull her down. But then Ed runs to her and like, oh, and she's like hanging off the cliff. Yeah, she's like, Ed, Ed grabs her hand and she's just like, Hanging off the cliff, he pulls her up one-handed. Uh, which Damn. real life, Ed Warren? Uh, uh. <laughs> right after that a heart dude. attack? No. No, uh, way no way in hell. <laughs> no way in hell, dude. Um, but he saves Vera, and she's like, "She's down there. She's down there." And then the cops, uh, they do um a search in that um. What is? Not a pond, no, it's like a like, like a fucking ravine. A ravine. I don't know yeah. what it is. Something, yeah. Um, and the cops even like, wow, we we've searched this two times, you know, before and never found anything, but we have found a body now. So thank you. And Vera's like, see, I told you I'm good. <laughs> and Ed's like, oh man, my heart kind of hurts. And the do- and the paramedics like, hey man, you gotta take your pills. And he's like, I left them at home. Yeah, she's, I left them at home. He's like, don't do that like, again. <laughs> yeah, don't you do that again. And Vera's like, don't you. Like, there's a pill he can take that it opens up his blood vessels so that he, like, won't have another heart attack just from, like, exertion is, is the deal. He already has the pills, but he forgot them. He forgot <sighs> them. But the paramedic gives him one, and it's all good. And it's all good. I feel we've if I'm I feel I've missed a couple of jail scenes that are kind yeah, of boring. That's, like, yeah, that's we see Arnie's in. Arnie's not doing in jail well. <laughs> and he's not doing well. Arnie's in jail. Yeah. He's trying to be a good boy. He's like mopping and being a good sweet inmate, but um he is not doing well right. internally. And then and Debbie's like filling him in being like, "Yeah, we think that there's that this case could connect your Debbie's case so fully that on you'll his be side." Able to, yeah, Debbie. 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 And um, then he he like acts out at some point like from being possessed by the devil <laughs> and i yeah. think right. that they put him in in solitary confinement put him in solitary. at some point because he seems like he might right, be a danger he... to himself or to others yes cuz he's mopping in the like infirmary or whatever and uh, a dude like pops up and is pretty scary and it's like and demony. Is, like, I, says some stuff he says the lyrics says to call me stuff. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. but he says them. Oh, he says shit. them really slow and creepy. Uh, yeah, Ooh, that is yeah, very this, creepy. This demon seems to like make you have visions uh, that like regular people turn into demons, and you want to kill them, and so, like that's sort of like what this demon is doing. So the demon does that to Arnie at some point. Whatever, he's not doing well. He's in solitary. They mm-hmm. is this where they find books? I think so, right? Where Drew is like, my Latin is a little rusty. But <laughs> that was a big laugh. We all chuckled at that one. They borrowed <laughs> books, I think, from John Noble, from Castor, about the occult. And so they're looking right. through them. His Drew, plot point Drew's Latin is a little bit rusty, but he's like, this says something about... It's a satanic rich. The totem has to do with some satanic ritual. 
Right. And I feel they learn that like, oh, this thing needs a soul or something. It's like, like an exchange for a soul. Yeah. Like, oh, and they also the learn that the way that the curse enacts is that you kill someone and then you kill yourself. And that's it's a murder mm-hmm. than a suicide. And so they realize with the girls, mm-hmm. that's what happened. And then they realize, uh oh. Arnie is in trouble. Arnie's. He's going to kill yeah, himself. Gonna kill and he himself. has said, he has kind of mentioned to Debbie that he's been like hearing voices and telling him to kill telling himself. Telling him to kill himself. Right. And so then, um, and Vera's been having these visions of like the totem and this, this table. This like, like satanic this altar. With mm-hmm. like, with spooky candles. Yeah, this altar. And a pentagram. And she turns kind of into that. Like she turned into the girl. She's starting to turn into this witch uh, mm. lady. Spooky lady. And um, and so she starts to see that. And then we see Arnie like freaking out in solitary confinement. And like, you know, being possessed. And he opens his hand and has a little tiny piece of glass I think, yeah right? so he was Gets given the the water. chaplain at the uh prison gives him a, bo- a vial of holy water because he's worried right. that that arnie's gonna kill himself so arnie has so this bo- vial glass. of holy water <laughs> yeah so he gives him some glass so arnie breaks the glass in his hand and now he has a shard of glass and he's gonna he so now vera's having an image of the satanic woman basically almost like voodoo dolling what what arnie would do but to herself she's like mapping right. out like slitting her wrist and arnie has the glass mm. and he's going to do it and so vera's like oh my god he's gonna try to kill himself he's gonna try to kill himself yep uh trying to alert the the prison and they, the prison. they a guard like does see arnie he cut himself a little but he hasn't died yet and so they like right. manage to save him and they strap him down to a, a bed like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like so that he to a bed basically so yeah so they got to right. him in time and meanwhile is this when Vera goes to like get? Oh no, no, no. this is this the is a big part. <laughs> the, so then they decide they're like, we need to go find Jessica's body at the morgue and see if the connection oh. is still open. They think that like the connection between Jessica's body and the demon might still be open, which I don't know what that means, might but they seem to know that that's a thing. They knew. So they, they knew. yeah break into the morgue to go find Jessica's body. Yes. And so they're in this dark morgue in the middle of the night. They do turn the lights on. Thank God. They walk into this dark room of the morgue with all these corpses like covered in plastic sheets. And I was like, with their flash, and I was like, turn the fucking light on. And they do. But it's one of those twisty timer lights. So they turn it on. It's like, you know, that situation. But they do turn it on. They do turn it on. And so Lorraine's like, I'm going to go hold this dead girl's nasty yeah, hand. Yeah, she has to hold her hand to, like, feel the connection. And her body has been soaking in this it ravine. completely waterlogged. So it's waterlogged, slimy, <laughs> disgusting. Like, they peel back purple. the plastic just for the hand, and Lorraine goes to, like, grab her hand, and she's really and fucking like she's grossed out. like, raw sausages. It, it, looks, like, so it looks like she's grabbing a bunch of... um. Her fingers are all like to me. This they seem the consistency of like grape leaves, <laughs> like a little Ooh. bit wet and just like a you know the yep. leaf around what is probably mushy on the inside. Like yeah. that's what I was imagining right. it feels like. Rice. And it's 
disgusting. Ew, that's a perfect description. Yeah, so she then starts to connect, mm-hmm. right? She does, in fact, start to connect. Yeah, at first she's like, "It's nothing's and- here," but then she gets a vision. She's like, oh, "It's open." To where she is then like seeing this spooky lady, Satan lady, and having a conversation with her, where this the Satan lady's like, "How are you doing this?" And Vera's like, "How are you doing this?" <laughs> and then learning like. The connection works both ways, which I also am like, I don't know. I don't know if that means <laughs> didn't so, get that either. So Vera, yeah, Vera <laughs> goes to like seeing, she can see this Satanist woman's, her whole altar. She can like see it, where it is, like the, the table, oh, the room, I guess she's mean, in her, the room. I guess meaning the both ways, meaning that the Satanist lady can now see where they are too. Can see her. So yeah, they're oh, they're shit. seeing each other. Yeah. So, so Vera is seeing her and having a conversation with her. Meanwhile, in the morgue, <laughs> A fucking corpse wakes up because the demon so, is making it happen. Right? Yes. Yeah. So now the D de- exactly. The connection works both ways. So the demon's like, I know where the fuck you are, man. And the lights go out. The timer wait, wait. comes. I feel like oh, th- yeah. there's this one really important line where we learn where the connection goes both ways. Vera is like staring at the Satanist lady and, and uh, she, she's like, how are you doing this? And Satan's lady's like, how are you doing this? And Vera said, my God. Uh, shows me things. And then the Satanist lady goes, then your God has damned you. And she's like smiling. Ooh. And that's where Vera goes, the connection bo- works both ways. But she can't, but yes. she's like tranced holding this hand. So now, yes, the demon knows where they are, can see them, and a corpse wakes yes. up. Yes. Ooh, there we go. So yeah, the lights have gone off and Ed's like, oh shoot, goes to turn on the, the timer light thing again. And uh, as the lights come up, we see this this metal be- gurney mm-hmm. and uh, the sheet falls off of it. And you're like, I think something was there. Something was there. And he turns and we see this gigantic shadow of of a corpse that is now awake. And like, it's a big, funny, a funny, big, funny dead guy. <laughs> He's huge. Huge. And he's got, he's naked, obviously, and he's got the, like, scars from where they do the autopsy, and he's also looking pretty, like, purple and nasty and Nasty damp. and corpsey. <laughs> corpsey. Yes. And he start, like, he start, Ed's the whole time, like, Lorraine. <laughs> Lorraine, wake up. Go. Lorraine, Ed, break the connection. Up, let's get out of here. We gotta go. And she's still just, like, ball, holding on to the hand, and and big, big dead dude starts running at Ed. Right? Yeah, yeah. trying to attack he him. Starts, and Ed, like, I think runs towards where Lorraine is and and um is like, Lorraine, please, please. And she does unconnect, like, does disconnect. And then big corpse dude just slams down to the gra- ground and, like, bashes his head on the gurney that the girl is on. And it's just spooky and nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, now at, Lorraine is like, oh, she knows who we are. We are not safe. Are. So right. they, I think, go home and are like, we have to fucking, now we really need to figure this out because now we're, we could be targets. Right. They're like, and- tell us anything you can remember from your vision. And she starts trying to describe what she saw. She is like. with She's there with Drew, plot point Drew. And Ed and yes. Debbie, and they're like, yeah. she was like, I think I could hear a train, 
there was dripping coming from the ceiling. It's right. wet. And they're like, okay. So a wet place right. near a train. It's probably underground. When, and so Ed's heart goes or something again, right? And he like goes to sleep or something and then wakes up and like is coming, right? I don't know why his heart. I don't, he just maybe just needed to rest. Yeah, maybe he just needed to rest. But he like leaves the bedroom and like the 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 house's door is open and like we- leaves are blowing in. You're like, uh-uh, dude, uh-uh. And he's like, Lorraine, Drew, Debbie, where are you? Nobody's around. He finds Lorraine's um rosary on the ground. He's like, oh, no. That's a bad sign. And then, that's a bad sign. And then big dead dude is there. In his house. In his the house. corpse again. Corpse again is there and is like, ah, like going after him. And he has a knife. Pulls out a knife. Yes. A kitchen knife. Yeah. Like a huge Michael Myers kitchen knife and is like about to stab the shit out of this corpse. And then uh, everybody's like, stop, stop, Plot stop. point Drew grabs back. his hand and makes him drop the knife. Makes him drop the knife and he comes to and it's Vera that he was about to stab. And they're like, dude, she's got us like this. Satan lady has got us. What's happening? How did she do it? And he and Ed's like, we need starts looking for something. You're like, what is he looking for? And then you're like, oh, he's looking for that. Um, Tol- what is it? Tulpa? Totem. <laughs> Totem. Totem. <laughs> Looking for Tulpa's the Tulpa. a spooky thing, Tulpa too, right? Spooky, maybe not. Sounds spooky. I don't know. Um, sounds mm-hmm. scary. So he starts looking for the totem, and then they've been receiving flowers. Because he was in the hospital, Kind I of guess? throughout the whole movie. Yeah, I think that's what it was. The they hospital. got flowers, yeah. The, the family from the very first Conjuring sent them some flowers, so that was a little hello, hello. from the Peron family yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but And he's he's looking through everything, and he's like, it has to be here somewhere. And then, okay, like, for being so, like, we, like, crazy supernatural shit happens all the time to us, they also, like, have moments of just, like, hey, man, think about (laughs) stuff. They have these flowers that look like they got burnt up. Just, like, black black ash flowers. Demon flowers in a vase on their desk. flowers, Flowers don't go don't die like that. But they're just kind of like, wait a second. When did those flowers get here? And Drew's like, yesterday. And they were fresh. And it's like, they're so spooky. You should have looked at them and meet. Like, come on. Anyways. Wait a so second. Flowers. What about wait what a are second? these flowers from? Tell me more flowers about these spooky. ones. <laughs> and so he smushes them, turn, like kind of crumble, turn to ash, essentially, in his hand. And he grabs the vase and slams it on the ground. And boom. There's a totem in the it. Totem. There's a tulpa. Ah, the tulpa is in it. <laughs> she bath left a tulpa. <laughs> tulpa! But and so they're like, oh fuck, she found us. We're cursed now. Whole, and and like she got to me. Uh oh, spaghettios. What do we do now? Yeah, so now they're like, okay, we need to figure out where her place is. They're like, Lorraine, what right. do you remember? They pull out a map. They've got a pinpoint in the map for uh, the Glatzel's house where David was cursed. 
a pin up way, way up in Boston where the right. girls did their murder and suicide and then a pin for their house and their house and the Glatzel's house are very close together. Very close. And they're like, and, so, and this is when Lorraine's like, I'm going to go get this translated from that one. John dude, Noble Cass. guy. John Noble guy. Translate this curse for us because he knows about the occult. Great. Bye. See you later. Apparently the demon is more active at night. It's not nighttime yet. So they're like, we've got some time. So she goes to do that. Right. Because they're they pretty much have put the stakes of like tonight is the night they're going to that demon is going to kill Arnie. Yeah. Mm. So we got to try to like. So they send nip this in the bud. They send Debbie yeah. to the prison to be with Arnie. They're like, Arnie's going to need to tonight. Go be. It's, I guess he's sort of like in a mental institution prison situation because like she's allowed to just yeah, be in there loose. with him. Yeah. Yeah. She's showing she's up. She's just hanging lot. out by his bedside, which I feel like isn't a thing no. you can do in prison, but whatever. No, um, no, no, no. So she's with him. Uh, and a funny priest. And a very funny <laughs> priest who is very scared and t- has a great scared. one-liner. Um, so, and then Lorraine goes to go get the book translated, and so now Drew and, um, Ed, Ed are trying to figure out where this uh, Satanist lady lives, and they're like, why, it's like, why is this third one so far away? So like, far why would the girls, like, not in the same area? And then they realize she brought the box home from College. college and they were like oh yeah. where did she go to co-? like she found the box at college and then took it home like where did she go to college and it was funny like drew had another funny like plot i know the answer like, to that oh i just i just read that in one of these files here it is <sighs> hey, she went to fairfield and they're like whoa that's right in the same area as everything else so this satan lady lives somewhere in this area so then they're like, okay, there, Lorraine heard a train. There are a few train tracks water. through here. Okay, so let's look at all the train lines. And they're like, it was midnight when she was having the vision and hearing the train. So that means it only could be one of these two train lines because these only these run at night. These other ones don't. And they're like, wait, there was water, too. Water. So they're like, okay, it has to Dude. be a train track near water. And then Ed goes, <gasps> water. <gasps> and he. Yeah, he goes, water. And then boom, cut to the pre the John Noble's house because he lives on John that Noble's dam. House. And Vera's like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, I need you to help me um, uh, translate this. And he's very like, yes, of course. Like, so fucking creepy. <laughs> very suspicious. And he lets her in. But you in. also trust him. But you also kind of trust him. <laughs> uh, he lets her in and fucking locks the door with a key behind oh, her. No. Whereas, like, uh, 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 and so, <laughs> and then, so, and then he's pretty much just like, come down to the basement with me, um, the place where she was already like, I don't want to fucking go, man. Yeah, but, but he was like, does. come down to the basement. We'll, we'll, we'll do it there. We'll do it there. And uh, they go down to the basement, and for a while, like, so many red flags at this little hangout, but. So she enters the basement and he like went off ahead of her and like she enters the basement and it's crazy dark down there. And she's like, uh, father, uh, <laughs> father, um, what the fuck? And she's like slowly making her way through. And then he pops a light on and he's sitting at his desk where it's like, you creepy <laughs> son of a bitch. Don't do that. Don't man. do that. Don't, Just don't do, do that. that. And he's like, I love it down here. This is my, I love it. Um, <laughs> 
and essentially starts to tell her like i i myself have become a i've been obsessed with the occult ever since i really learned about it i had a kid so he retired from the priesthood because he had a kid in secret in secret mm. and he's like and i ju- i like kept her down here like i raised her down here oh god oh with god. all this spooky shit there's a crossover and where this kid is like uh, the baby from a quiet place that was raised in a box yes <laughs> becomes this crazy lady <laughs> oh my god i knew the two worlds universe man um and and he's like yep i had a kid she got really into this stuff and he's showing her a, a picture album of the daughter. And then it's like, it's her. <laughs> it's that Satan lady. The, that's the Satan lady. And Lorraine is like, you knew this whole, like, you knew, you knew this was your daughter and you didn't tell us. And he's like, well, I always hoped she'd come back to me. You know, I love my daughter. <laughs> I did. The, I thought I could, like, change her mind. And then obviously I cannot. She but I cannot. He clearly is like, he's conflicted. He's upset that his daughter is a Satanist, but it's still his daughter. And what can he do? What can and he, he kind of, he started it, man. He did start he it. Started he started her yeah. Satanism. Yeah, he raised a, his daughter in a secret bunker that's filled with occult <laughs> imagery. Um, <laughs> he did it. He knows that. He, he feels it, badly man. about it. He feels a He has some guilt and he does translate the book for her. He looks at the book and he is like, oh, this curse requires three victims. Uh, the innocent, which is a child. So that was David. Oh. The lover, which was the lesbian girl and the holy man. And she was she, Lorraine's like, that's my husband. He's the third person. Oh, and he goes, oh, yes. that's really a shame or something like that. <laughs> Is like Ooh, that, that is, is too bummer, bad. Lady. That is really too bad. Um, and the only way to break the curse is to destroy the Satanist's altar. altar. Oh, and, and so when he learns, when she's like, the third victim is my husband, he's like, oh, shoot. Um, well, her, you have to destroy her altar. That's the only way to break the curse. And good news, her altar is uh, in some hidden tunnels right under this house. Yeah, her altar is somewhere. It's in somewhere this here. Tunnel so to system. relieve myself of the guilt, I will let you go find the altar. As they're realizing this, we hear someone enter the house, and they're like, "Oh, yes. it's her! It's she's she's back. back!" So he lets Lorraine into the underground tunnels. He's like, "Go, go, go! Good luck." Um, really go, sorry go about all this, but good luck, have fun. Uh, <laughs> and shuts the door, but the daughter comes in. She comes down the stairs. She is. And she's like, hi, daddy. (laughs) Hi, daddy. I'm back. And and, this is a cool scare. It was like, um, we see her, like, from pretty much his point of view, like, uh, over his shoulder, we see, like, her standing in the dark of the, like, office catacomb area. And then, and he's just like, oh, hey, daughter. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she's behind him slitting his throat. Oh. Kills. Yeah, it was a good scare. That was a good scare. Kills him really quick. Um, kills him real quick. And, and Vera sees it. Right? Like, Vera vision has wise. tapped yep. in vision-wise and sees, like, his dead head on the desk and the lady grabbing the knife. And Vera's like, oh, shit. She's here. 
okay, I gotta find this altar, but you know, it's dark and it's hard. Spooky. It's a tunnel system that is just confusing. Um, and so she starts looking. Ed gets the- oh, and then I feel cut to the jail. Uh, uh, Arnie's chilling on the bed asleep, but then like stuff starts to happen, and the priest is reading from the Bible, and and and, and so some lights flicker, and the priest like very scared is just like oh, I, it just must. be be like the wiring or something and that was very funny <laughs> and and she's like you have to start reading now. she's like it's it's time i it's time and he's like it's time he like yeah, really doesn't want to be the guy who has to do this exorcism <laughs> he, he really really he's like it. this isn't what i signed up for this is not what i signed up for but he's got to do it we do he's see and meanwhile has put together that it's this guy's house and is like racing yes racing to get there yes um but you know for a man with a recent oh. heart attack, this is not good for him. And he left his pills. Oh, we saw him let leave his pills behind. We again. saw him leave his damn pills. So he leaves his pills. Arnie's starting to get a little funky <laughs> in jail, uh, moving all weird and stuff. They're like it's happening. Um, and, and and Lorraine is searching. She finds the altar and now. Getting hunted down. Yes, she finds it's it. Very she finds funny. it, and she and it's the it's biggest, heaviest stone, stone table you've ever oh. seen. It is so heavy. It is like a slab of heavy black stone. And Vera, bless her heart, to destroy the altar, just starts trying to tip it over. She's got. She puts like all her body weight into it. And she's just like, <laughs> nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. But meanwhile, the witch funny. occult lady is like has found her and is just walking up to her, seeing her being like, bitch, you're not yeah, going to destroy this altar. Yeah, they're seeing each other's visions and being like, hey, man, yeah, this there's ain't gonna no happen. way you're going to destroy so it. So the Satanist lady gets there, just like smacks Vera out of the way or something, like knocks her out, and yeah. then goes to her altar, lights the candles, puts down a picture of Arnie, puts down a picture, I think, of Ed, and it like st- is starting yeah. her ritual. Is starting it up. So Ed gets there. And he he well, hears he get the sledgehammer. He finds it on the ground. He he. Of so course, there's of like course. A, a gate. Drew had one. Drew probably had one. There's like a grate, <laughs> a metal grate in the ground that leads to those underground tunnels that they're in. He hears Lorraine screaming, so he's like, "Oh, I got to get down there." Finds a right. sledgehammer because he has to like break open this latch. But the man just had a heart attack. He's exerting himself a lot, but he slams, slams, slams. And he left his he left pills. His fucking pills. But he manages to open the grate up. He gets in. He slides down. He goes to try to find Lorraine, but. Satanist lady has started her ritual, so both now we see Arnie becomes possessed, uh, Ed, Ed, and Ed becomes possessed. And now we have just a scene from The Shining yeah. <laughs> trying to be, because he's got this sledgehammer, and he now starts chasing Vera through the trying tunnels. Trying to attack and, he and kill looks her. like Jack Nichols, like, he's like dragging it like the And like slamming it into like, things. Yeah, he's just bashing statues and so stuff. So that's happening, and and Arnie has fucking like, b- body contortions, crazy possession, wind shit flying through the prison. He Floating. crawls his head under his own leg, like crazy, crazy body, insane. He starts floating. He starts trying to kill himself again because that's the next part. He already murdered somebody. So now he has to kill himself. Debbie's like trying right. to stop him, like holding his head, like no, Arnie, no, no, no. Ed 
priest is just filling up his pants yeah. with shit. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. He's just like, oh, he's never seen anything like this. So good. And Lorraine, meanwhile, in the tunnels, Ed is trying to kill her. He's got glossy, uh, you know, demon eyes. And she's like, Ed, it's me. Ed, remember, Ed, you love me. Ed, we kissed in the gazebo. You love me. You love me. Remember Ed. yourself. Remember yourself. Remember me. Just like that's all she's doing to defend herself in this moment. I mean, she's running. And he's really struggling. We see him struggling as a demon, like, uh, well, I mean, yeah, but also I'm a demon. <laughs> but yeah, we did fall in love under a gazebo. Uh, and then he raises. She's on the ground chamber. below him. She is red, about to He's die. He's gonna bash her brains in. But nah, he destroys the altar with one oh. swing. Power of love. So then the Satan lady's there, and she's pissed because they just destroyed her altar. But she's still there, yes. and she has like a knife or something. So she starts right. to go to try to fucking kill them because, like, you know, that's they, she's mad. And then Ed is like, "Hey." Your deal, the curse is broken, but your deal was sending a soul to the devil or something, and you weren't able to do that. So then the devil, devil, <laughs> devil, <laughs> the devil, uh, fucking like, make like, uh, uh, makes her like grovel or whatever. He, like, you know, yeah, like, like gets on her yeah, knees. Yeah, the devil shows up and, she, and like pushes her like forced onto her knees, and she's like, please. Uh, just, uh. Whatever you say to the yeah, devil. Yeah, and like her arms like break oh, yeah. open. One breaks like, behind her and the other one breaks behind her and then they like break again and then her knees break. Yeah, and then they're like, you're the soul that the devil's gonna get now. And then it is like very much just like, she kind of just like cracks Like she's being like half. crumpled via demonic force. Yeah. And so she's just now dead in front of the altar, like looking like a weird crumbled. They like spider. zoom back, and yeah, like her legs are broken backwards. On the, she's been like broken into a ball, but like not the way a body should be. Yeah, it's nasty. It's cool. And then, um, and oh, oh, yeah, Arnie has fallen to the ground. He's he's fine. fine. He didn't kill himself. Um, yeah, the priest is like, oh, why does it smell like shit? <laughs> no, oh, the priest. I think one of you shit your. The pants. priest goes. We did it. Or like, I did it. Like, he thinks that it, like, oh. he he did the exorcism and it's like, dude. This priest rules. No, you didn't. Oh, man, we forgot one fucking part, which is not important, but it was fun to me, which is at one point, the devil lady, Ed is in the tunnels and she, like, blows dust on his face, mm-hmm. which reminded me of yes. Riverdale. Because that happens in Riverdale at one point where they blow, like, he, dust yes, to make like, somebody, like, she knock out. acts like um uh she's Vera and then runs like, up to him and goes like starts coming towards him and then blows dust in his face. Anyway, yeah, it was pretty, it's good. pretty good. Wait, did he do that in Riverdale? Yeah, yeah, with that drug, that drug, angel dust. <sighs> yeah, that's how they make. Um, spoiler alert! That's how they make Betty think she murdered Jughead. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> that's season four. I haven't watched that. <laughs> well, shit. Sorry, sorry. I actually don't think I'm going to. I think I'm going to just watch the seven years later. Hell one. yeah, dude. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 not spoiler because he's in the seven years later, so he's not dead. You know that. You've seen those trailers. But yeah. anyway, yeah, uh, Riverdale's best. Anyways. Oh, yeah. So they're everybody's fine. The, they're crawling out of the ground. <laughs> and Ed's all like, oh, 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 the rain. I forgot my pills. Like he thinks he's about to die because he's like kind of having a heart <laughs> he attack. Know. He's kind of having a heart attack. I forgot my pills. And she, cool as a cucumber, grabs her locket. <laughs> It pops it open and there's one pill in there. <laughs> She's prepared. And the whole theater 
blew up with laughter. Like everybody's like, God, 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 no! It was very silly and cheesy. I hated it at first, but the more I think I about it, I love it. it. Very I, funny. I love it. Love it. It's very funny, but yeah. it's a movie about love, and it is about their love. And honestly, I was like, dude. If if I had a, if my husband was like going to die unless he took one pill, you better fucking believe I have a, one of those pills on me. Mm-hmm. Like just right. in case, you gotta fucking carry that pill with you. Somebody's gotta have one at That's all true. times. Mm-hmm. It was just very true. funny that it was like, honey, it's here in my locket <laughs> next to a picture of us. So he takes the pill. He survives, it was so funny. and he's fine. And then, um, yeah, and Arnie's fine. We see the trial. Oh, this part really made me laugh. It's like this tri it's this triumphant feeling like we fucking did it. And it's like Arnie's okay, Ed's okay. And then it's yeah, uh, yeah. Arnie at trial and it like fades they, to text. They go like, Will the defendant please rise? And Arnie rises and he looks nervous. He turns around, he looks at the warrants, he looks at Debbie, he turns back, and then <laughs> cut to black text comes on the screen. Arnie Johnson was sentenced to five years in prison for, or was sentenced to prison for <laughs> manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but hey, manslaughter is not murder. True. And so, and no, so he was sentenced 10 to 20 years. They say he was released from prison in five years. He married Debbie. They remain married to this day. Yeah. And that and the end. The end. The end. That's the end. And that's it. And, that's and then it. in the credits, they they play some of the tapes of the little kid when he's yeah the like real mm-hmm. the real tapes. But that's it. That's Conjuring Three. That's Conjuring Three. Uh, the devil made me do it. Devil made me do it. The thing about the Conjuring movies is that the like the main characters are Ed and Lorraine at this point, really, yeah. and like they're never gonna die. And so it's almost like they're not horror movies because you know that like your main characters are gonna be okay at right. the, the end. Stakes, the stakes for like, them are are not high. Yeah, and I a big issue for me for this one was I didn't give a shit about Arnie. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's a murderer. <laughs> like I didn't really care about any of the characters whatsoever. I feel the ones I would care about the most were the two right. girls. Mm. But that was just a blip. And I think that was one of my biggest issues. I was like, well, I don't really give a shit about any of these people. Right. You have to care. Which makes it hard to like, I don't know. Yeah. And then Arnie ends up being okay anyway. I mean, he. it's like a happy ending. The Conjuring conjuring has happy endings. (laughs) It does. I feel like all of them do. It's always like love prevails. God wins. God in love is all you need. God wins. It's true that God, God and God love all are all you need. In these movies, God and love are all you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then two quick trivia moments that I for- I didn't want to say until the end. Uh, one that I forgot, but one is that um, um, I just forgot it. It just literally blew out of my brain <laughs> oh, when that oh, happens. Oh, oh, oh shit! That um, so this trial obviously really happened. He really did murder someone. He really blamed it on demonic possession. Um. But the the stuff about like being cursed and the totem and other, th- that was completely made up for the movies. Nothing. None of that. So yes. there's no there's no other reasoning behind like why he would have been cursed or why that kid was possessed or it, that that's not that's not real. That's just for the movie. Okay. Um, and then another bit of trivia yeah. that Betsy texted to me 
that a friend texted to her oh. <laughs> is in one scene in the background of the movie. There's a copy of a book that was written in fucking 2004. <laughs> uh, what is it? Jonathan Strange and Dr. Norrell or whatever that book. Oh, that's great. It's in the that's fucking great. background that's... of a shot. Like art directors, excuse me. That book was written yeah, in 2004. Yeah. Get it together. Maybe there's time well, travel like, in our future. They didn't expect Mark Rennie, who used to work at the last bookstore and is a huge bookhead, to be like... But also, yeah, come on, guys. It's easy to find a book that wasn't written. Well, yeah, earlier than that. And that's also a very popular book, too. Share this picture that this is what Mark's at Betsy. Yeah, you got it. He circled it it and was like, here's the book. That's so funny. That's great. That's great. This was (laughs) devastating. That's really funny. Yeah, not good. Devastating. Yeah, but Emily, I think you should now watch two and then one. Okay, I I really want to. I really want to. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll watch two and then Bets, when I get to one, uh, we can watch (gasps) two. Yes, please. I love it so much. It's the best. Um, Wow. Well, thank you for coming back and doing this with us again. Before your birthday, after Sammy's birthday. (laughs) I mean, it's a huge week. It's a big week. It's a a huge week for us. Huge week. Big birthday week. Hell yeah. Betsy, do you have anything to to plug? I recently watched a movie that you were in, and maybe we should tell our <gasps> listeners about it. We should tell our listeners Hell about yes. it. Yes, I'm in a movie called Golden Arm that has come out, and it's available for rental or buying on any place you can do that. Yeah. Um, so check that out. It's also going to be coming to HBO Nice. At some point this summer, it's great. It's, it's so, so good, fun. It's so delightful. It is. It fucking rolls. Thank Betsy's you. great, and everything about it is great. Oh, you gotta check you. it out. It's real fun. It's real fun. I also am on a Fox animated show called Duncanville, mm, yeah. which is on uh, Mondays at nine thirty on Fox, but then also on oh, Hulu. Nice. So check it out. Season two, dude. Yes. Fuck yeah. 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 Hell yeah. That's my plug. Awesome. Yeah. Great plugs. Hell yeah. Great yes. plugs. Well, do we have any voices to do to to take us out? There's a little kid. Um, I don't want to hire the little kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Let's do the little kid voice. Let's do the little kid I think voice. that's what we got to do. <laughs> that's what we got to do. Okay. Okay. Five guys from all this year. Just going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi guys, Emily here. One quick note at the end of this episode, we forgot to mention that at the end of the movie, Ed gifts Lorraine with a gazebo in their backyard, just like the one where they fell in love. We absolutely have to mention it because these movies are love stories. That is the point of these films. And we must mention this very beautiful act of love between the Warrens. Um, so our apologies for not including it in the main story. It's very important that you know. Another note, just please go wish a very happy birthday to our dearest Sammy. She is incredible. We love her so much. This podcast would not be possible without her. And we know you love her so much too. So happy birthday, Sammy. Um, I know Sammy would also love for you to subscribe to the show rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at TSW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Become a patron at patreon.com slash TSW 
Review podcast for bonus content from us. And as always, we will see you right here next week. Uh, We love you all so very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.